Pratt may be a small town in south-central Kansas, but it's home in a rich town filled with amazing people. Join fourth-generation and lifelong Pratt resident Cody Eastis as he provides our community with a podcast that is solely dedicated to our news, our events, and our residents. This is a town called Pratt. All right, welcome to another week of the Coach Show, joined by head coach Brent Holting and the voice of the Greenbacks, Austin McNorton. Thanks for joining me, guys. Yep. Always fun. Uh, last week, big win over Nickerson, 54-18. to 18, Captures us a league title, which yeah. have been few and far between since uh, about the early 2000s. So, you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times about how important that is and, yeah. and how big a deal that is. Speak a little bit about that. You know, I think it's huge. You know, I'm really proud of our kids. You know, really, really proud of our kids. I don't, I don't know if there's a whole lot of people outside of that locker room that thought we could do that at the beginning of the year. You know, that that would probably come on public record and say, "Oh yeah, I expected that to happen," um, especially after the last two years. Um, so it, it's a testament to those kids' hard work. And I think anytime you can, you want to set yourself up as as the premier program team in your league. And and you know, now we want to keep that ball rolling. But these kids got it started. Um, Super, super proud of them. It was awful, awful fun, awful cool moment to see them get a ring the bell on senior night, uh, win a league title. You know, that's something I told them that no one can ever take away from you. You know, no matter how old you get, you can go and and tell your kids, your grandkids that, that you know, you won a league title your senior year. You know, and some of those juniors and sophomores we have playing. So I think it's something just special, special for the community and was real happy we were able to get it done. Sticking with that theme of a league championship, you've won multiple back-to-back in throughout your coaching career. How difficult is to maintain that level of success and try and repeat? Yeah, it's it's hard. You, you know, <clears throat> I, we won. You know, my first four years at, at Linden, we won one, and and it's you're the hunted. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go from being the hunter to the hunted, and and I think in in a way it makes you better because you know you get every team's best shot. And, and I think that's a lesson we've learned this year, even with, you know, Cheney and Holcomb and those guys, you know, their coaches have said after the game, like, you know, we, we geared our kids up. We told them this team's really, really good. Um, and they're really physical. And, and if you're not ready to play physically, then, then you're, you're going to get embarrassed all night. And so uh, I think we've learned that we're going to get everybody's best shot. And, and I think that's something continuing. We know even next year it will be a renewed focus. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. And, and in a way that's good because, because your preparation is better at times, I think. Um, but, but in a way it's, you know, you're going to get everybody's best shot, everybody's trick plays, everything that they have. And so you, you got to be ready each and every week. And I think it takes a lot of mental focus more so than, than climbing to the top of the mountain to stay at the top. You know, and talking about getting everybody's best shot there. Well, I felt like we got that from Nickerson. We went into that game thinking, you know, they're 0-7. Uh, you never like to say the word trap game, but they came out, scored first, put us down uh, 8-0 or 6-0. I don't know 6-0. if they converted. 6-0. Um, it's, talk about a little bit how that game started and kind of how it how it progressed. It started a little bit slow, but then I felt like we got things going. Yeah, uh, I didn't think that we, we brought the appropriate amount of urgency defensively. Um, I thought our effort was a little off there. You know, offensively, I thought we executed reasonably well. But I, I thought we were missing some juice, maybe. And you know what? It, it's I'm not going to say it's not hard. Human nature. You know they're zero and seven. You know they've been beat by some teams that that, quite frankly, we'd be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and so human nature as a high school kid is the oh we got this. You know, and and we just keep trying to preach to our kids. And you know we told them at halftime it isn't about them. It's about you. 
Are, are you being the best you can be? Are you improving every minute that you're on the football field, every second? And and I think that's what maybe we were missing a little bit that I thought our kids got back to. You know, I was I was really proud of how they responded at halftime and came out in the second half. You know, and that's – we played with some urgency there. And, and, you know, and then it got out of hand real quick. And that's what we knew we were capable of doing versus them. But – you know, it was a good lesson. We didn't rush in lanes. That quarterback's a good quarterback. He's an athlete. He can move. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, he's one of the better athletes we've faced all year. And and it's a good it was a good test for me going into this week because cause this quarterback will be the best overall athlete that we've faced all year. Um, you know, and, and we've got to rush in lanes, keep him in the pocket or else he can do some damage. What was did you think was kind of the, the turning point in that game um where you were like, Okay, now we can build on this, get some momentum into tonight's or into Friday night's contest. I, I thought the halftime adjustments. Okay. Um, <laughs> speech. Famed Coach Holting <laughs> halftime speech. I, well, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we, we talked about some things and, and talked about who we wanted to be as a team and, and what kind of urgency we wanted to play with. And, and I challenged them a little bit, yeah. Um, and, and this team has been a resilient bunch in terms of when they're challenged, they've responded, you know, reasonably well. You know, I know I think Cody mentioned it a couple weeks ago. And, and honestly, I hadn't thought about it until then that even against Holcomb and, and Cheney, we outscored them in the second half. Yeah. And and so this team's going to fight, you know, and, and that's what we want. You know, we want to make it a, a fist fight, so to speak. We're, we're not going to win pretty all the time. You know, we, we want to get down and dirty, and we want to wear you out physically. And, and I thought they did that. And then I thought when they started playing excited, you know, and it, with emotion, that it, it snowballed real quick. And, and I think that's what we need to do Friday night. Yeah, one of those big plays that got the snowball goal going and the excitement is a person you don't talk about a whole lot is the kicker, yeah. Fernando. And that's what everybody was talking about after the game was, first of all, where did those two balls come from that he puts out of the end zone? And then he puts a beautiful onside kick, which we're not sure if that was intended, kind of like the uh, the original fake punt to start the season off. It sounds like that falls in the same category. No, no the fake punt was more called than that one. Uh, it wasn't quite a Where did that leg come from from Fernando? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I, I, I asked him the same thing on Friday night because he he's kicked well all year, but he has not kicked deep like that at all. And what he did, you know, he's been kicking soccer style most of the year. He toe-poked him. Um. You know, he came up, he's got a good leg. He's got a powerful leg. And he told yeah, he put it on display. Like, oh, man, it was awesome. And I was like, man, we need that all the time. I didn't know we uh, had that in the bag. You you and me both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was awesome. And, and I was happy for him, you know, for a kid like him who, who's stuck it out with us and, and brings a great attitude every day. You know, he's he, he always has a positive attitude. He's a great kid. You know, he's made leaps and bounds of strides in my three years here. Um, really good kid. Really happy for him that he had a great senior night. Okay, so now tell us about that onside kick that on paper okay, that was like because I had be a called it kick. earlier in the broadcast. You I had saw told Austin, spot, I said yeah. that's open. They're they're not. So, Nickerson wasn't too aggressive on that short kick to the sideline. So it wasn't necessarily an onside, but we did want to place it and say, you know, we always tell our kids if if we can place it right, um, we give ourselves a chance at a recovery because you you and I know ball starts bouncing around and especially in a high school game with kickoff because. Uh, that's where a lot of people kick off return and stuff. Want to want to put in some people to get a breather, you know. Right. And so we know that's always kind of an opportunity. And obviously, we, I think we've capitalized on it several times this year. But try to put it in a place. But man, that one he kicked it. I I don't know if I've seen many balls ever that had that much English on it. 
I oh, mean, it came, came back. back. We, up, we had about three guys yeah. overrun it. I thought we were going to miss it. I yeah. thought we were going to get it and then miss it and 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 rue our chance because we ran by it because that thing had so much English. Our kids were expecting it to go on and they were hustling <laughs> and that thing. I mean, it was like a it pool was ball that, that that oh, it was awesome. You know, it was, he was pretty excited. That was a pretty cool deal. Well, and that got the you know that was that put us in position to score three times within what was it? Austin? Yeah, yeah. Two minutes. Yeah, we we yeah, scored. We kicked and that, and then we and then we hit the hit the vert to Johnny the very yeah. next yeah. play, and and scored, and you know then got a three and out, and I think scored in two plays again, and yeah, you know, and, and then the route was on. Yeah, that's when it then kind became of broke a running open. clock yeah, from that right. point on. Yeah, yeah, that's really when it broke right. it open. What what is a what does a game like that do um, in in a game you're expected to win? You struggle at first, then you really turn it on. A couple of big plays. What does a game like that do to help you prepare for the number two team in the state? You know, I think it just tells our kids when we bring the appropriate amount of urgency and focus, we we can do anything we want to do. Mm. We can do great things. And and we've talked all year with our kids. I've talked in here. We, we are execution based. We need to execute. We got to do things the right way um, to, to give ourselves a chance at, at a lot of success. And I think when they did that and they came out, then all of a sudden we had a ton of success and it was fast, you know, and. And that's what you should do to a team that, quite frankly, you know, we, we thought we matched up well with and we could do some things. That's how it should have been, you know, mm-hmm. all, all game. And and like I said, the good news is our kids, you know, even not playing well in the first half, we scored 30, you know, and, and, and I don't think we were particularly sharp. Now, obviously, we gave up 12, and that's way more than we want to. But I, I think that's a testament to our kids, the stuff they do that that – I know we're pretty hard on them that even when they don't play great, they're still doing good things, you know, just, just not perfect things sometimes. And, and I'm sure they would probably tell you, I, I, in anyone that my wife yelled at me for, you know, taking 10 minutes of play when I was breaking one down that I'm a bit of a, bit of a perfectionist. So, uh, so I, I think it was good to see. I, and I was really pleased and, and I know they don't hear me probably say that enough with, with how we came out in the second half. Well, you wa- your wife had the best t-shirt that we've seen all year at the game. So <laughs> she gets a hall pass. That, for was, us. A, that yeah. was a, that was, I mean, she was kissing up. Yeah. Fan of the game. Fan of the she game. Won, it won. I mean, That's so what it takes. <laughs> it worked for her. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was yeah. amazing. I've heard about it all week. Good. Yeah, your shirts great. are kind of the theme this year. Uh, apparently, apparently, <laughs> um, we don't have the uh, the board up this year to go over or this week to go over some plays. Um, but I did want to talk about, and and I don't know if I was seeing this right, but it looked like Carson on some of those uh, pass plays, he was really going through his progression a lot more yeah. this week. You could kind of see his eyes change where. Sometimes he's had the tendency to always look for the deep ball and let mm-hmm. it fire and just hope he's there. But I, I thought I could see him this week look for that deep ball and then check down on that wheel route to Johnny or Jay mm-hmm. and um, really look like a sign of growth there. And maybe I wasn't seeing it right. No, from the boot no, there, Carson's but. Carson's going every week, and I, and man, he was great this week. His attitude was great. Uh, you know, I thought the one that was really, really good, um, not even the deep balls, was was <coughs> on the rollout when he hit Grant in the back of the end zone on the two point conversion. You know, um, hitting that progression because because there are people coming in your face from the outside, and to be able to turn back inside and hit your last last part of the progression is is a big time play. You know, put a nice nice throw on him in the back of the end zone. Um, you know, even the ones he missed. You know, we had Johnny on the fourth and eight wide open in the in the flats. Um, you know, I told him those misses are going to happen as long as the process is good. We we can fix we can fix mechanics, we can fix your footwork stuff like that as long as your your process and your eyes are good and. And where I think Carson's really growing is he's starting to understand that we don't have to watch our guys. We know where they're going to be. We want to watch the defense. And, you know, in that in that vert play that he hit Johnny, we, we always talk about 
especially with the way they were playing us. When they walk up, and, you know, we've had a couple teams do this, uh, Cheney, even some of those, when they walk up that force player really hard, um, that's the guy who most of the time they're playing man has to get Johnny, and Johnny's pretty quick outside. So they take a false step, he's going to be open. And and so our first read is is that corner, the only way they can cover if that corner slides down to Johnny in the flat, and then the safety slides over to pick up Jair on that vert, you know, we're running four mm. verts. And so anytime, you know, he's done a good job. He knows anytime that corner runs with Jay or we're going to take a shot. Cause at worst we got a, we got a safety coming from midfield to Johnny, or we got an outside linebacker inside linebacker covering him. And we feel pretty good about that matchup. And so Carson did a really good job of identifying, you know, and a, a lot of what we've talked about is make some of your decisions pre-snap, you know, take away, uh, especially when we're running a mirror concept, in other words, we're running the same concept both sides of the field. Um, find the find the safety alignment or the backer alignment that whatever concept we're running takes away certain parts of the play. If they're lined up like this, they're heavier over here. They may be three by two over here and only two by two over here. Right. We, don't don't, we don't, go don't to the force two yourself two to read so much post snap. Right. Eliminate right. that before Eliminate snap. That and know the play is going to be and, here and go here. And in your eyes, and Carson did a really good job of that last week. And I thought consistently whether we we completed or <coughs> excuse me whether we completed it or not, his process was good, and, and that was good to see. We we've seen, and you were just talking about from an individual progression standpoint, the way Carson has progressed throughout the course of the season. Now that the regular season has come to an end, how do you feel like, and what's been the biggest improvement from a team standpoint from week one to now going into week nine? What from a team standpoint has been the biggest improvement? Um, I think I think probably up front, um, offensive line, um, blocking. Um, I think we we understand, and I thought even second half especially we were physical. Um, and and I think we even brought a different level of physicality. You know, we moved some people around, put put Maui at inside tackle, put Easton at center, and, and put Brock at quick guard. And, and I thought that was a really good look for us. Um, you know, it should have done that probably earlier in the year because because Brock does a really good job of pulling, getting his head inside, which we ask a lot of that quick guard. And and Maui and Drake, you know, we we told we were talking about it today. Even when you have Maui and Drake, and, and you're running power behind those two big boys with with Mason leading the way and, and, you know, Trevor or someone lead blocking, like you got four physical dudes that are going to hit you. Right. And, and tackling Enoch, like you may do it one play, but play after play, it's, it's going to hurt. Well, know? on Friday night we had three rushers over 75 yards, I think. So, I mean, just the diversity and the, you know, yeah. and the options that we have in the backfield. Uh, it, speaking of options, we saw an option too. Yeah, we did. That was yeah. a, that was a new wrinkle in the offense. Yeah, yeah, we we break those out occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, Every week, there's always yeah, something there's a new. Jump That's pass. Why there's a spinner so play, a ghost, an option. Yeah. It's fun to see what we're gonna. I'm excited for Friday <laughs> yeah, night. Excited yeah. for Friday night. Go okay. Going into Friday night, big time playoff game facing the number two team in three A, Wichita Collegiate, seven and one on the season. What's the what's been the attitude this week? What's been the build up and the just. Hey, boys, you know what you're facing. Right. And, and I, you know, we talked to our kids. Obviously, we played them last year and in the playoffs. And, you know, that game, the, the final score got out of hand. But if you remember right, it was, it was seven and nothing with three minutes left. We're on their 21 yard line, third and one. Um, had an empty set. We were motioning across to kick on a power. And uh, unfortunately, and I, you know, the look was perfect. We got what we wanted. We had down blocks everywhere, kick out block. Um, I, I'm very confident we'd have got the first down. Don't know if we'd have scored on the drive. Don't know what would have happened. But, no, we're not going to leave them enough time probably with, with less than three minutes left. Um, they're not going to get much time to score. It's probably a, at worst a 9 nothing game, hopefully at best a 9-7 at halftime. 
you remember we we snapped the ball a little early hit off yep. ricocheted off bryce and they took it back like 60 yards like the four scored and then we were coming down in a two-minute offense we threw a pick six and so instead of nine nothing nine seven it was 23 nothing yeah um so i think that even gives us confidence like like guys we played with these guys a little bit last year and and we know what to expect you know that look just because they have a wc on their helmet that tradition doesn't mean anything Friday night. Friday night is between us two teams um, this year. And I think our kids are excited. They know that, that you know, they watch the Andale game, and, and obviously Andale's really, really good. You know, they're, they're, the, they're the team to beat in the state. But they, they saw Andale doesn't run the same offense we do, but there they're are a lot of people in the box, physical downhill. And, and, you know, we preached all week, like, look, if you get downhill, get after them, that's what you got to do to beat this team. They're, they're, they play really hard. They're well-coached. Uh, they're very athletic, um, you know, very fast. So, but I think our kids are excited for the talent. You know, I told them what a great opportunity, what a great opportunity, you know, to go shock the state, go do something great. Um, you know, it's, I that's think what you excited. ask for. Yeah. Right. That's what I told them. All you can ask for at this time of year is a chance and we got it. Is there a different mindset or approach or speech that you give to the team versus your seniors on a week like this and what could be a potential last high school career game. You know, you played football, I played football. You know, when your high school career ends, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, that's a void that doesn't ever get filled. Never. You know, uh, is that something that you broach that topic at all, you know, with bit. any of those kids? Or, or is it something that, you know what, we're not even going to talk well, about it because then it might be in their head? What we talked about is, and we talked about it senior night, you know, my, my pregame speech, not to give it all away, revolved around, you know, Play every, play, <coughs> excuse me. Play every play like it's your last because it could be. You know, you never know when an injury is going to happen or something's going to happen, and we're we're close to the end. And, and we talked about that before practice today, before practice this week. Like, you may not realize it, but it sneaks up on you awful fast. And and the thing about football that makes it so special to me is, you know, you you like you said, you, when football's over and you take those pads off, especially for for your high school football team with your buddies that, you know, I, th- I just think there's a bond in football that's so special and different because, you know, I can go play five-on-five five basketball somewhere. Or I can go, not not to demean any of those sports, they're all great, and I loved them all. You know, I can go play slow-pitch softball or, you know, or there's even competitive or, baseball leagues yeah. or, or beat you in cornhole, right. you know, any of that stuff. Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, his, his wife told me today that she had to clean out the change jar to buy a vacuum. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's cornhole winnings. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Edit. You brought it up. <laughs> so man, that's so, rough. Uh, she I asked her, she said, Yeah, you need to bring that up. Oh um, man. Well done. So brought up. Man, man, I even I walked right into tonight. it. Yeah, you did. Well, walked right into it. Jeez. Um, no, I, I totally I derailed us there. <laughs> I think it's so special that that those memories that you don't want to live with the, the pain of regret. So, you know, play your, play your rear off. Play 110% every play. That way if something happens, whether it's your last play, uh, you know, last game, whatever it may be, because we, we don't know when the end will be. We, we hope this ride goes on for, for five more games, you know. Um, but you don't know that, so don't leave anything to chance and, and don't walk off the field with regret. You know, that's the big thing that I've talked to them about, you know, instead of getting into it too far is just – don't walk away with the regret, whether it's regret, man, I should have practiced harder, I should have prepared more, or I could have played harder on Friday night. I, I could have done my assignment. I could have been more focused. You know, I could have got more sleep instead of staying up on my phone or something like that. Don't don't walk away with regret because 
whatever you walk away with satisfaction or regret, it'll stick with you the rest of your life. You know, and, and, and it may be hard for them to understand that now, but us guys that played high school football, you know, we know, we understand that, um, you know, that's the heck that's why I got into coaching is because mm-hmm. it, it was a void that, that didn't leave me that I missed the game so much, you know? So, so that's what we've talked about. And, and I think our kids are ready for that Friday. What, what team throughout the course of the regular season do you feel like plays similarly to Wichita Collegiate to where you're like, okay, we've seen a similar kind of style that you can practice with and look back I, on? I don't know if one does. Wow. Uh, because they're, they're spread. Or they're always in gun. But they're kind of like, I mean, I don't want to say us, but they're not a single wing, but they're a double wing team. You know, mm-hmm. they have two tight ends. They're their favorite formation. Now, they run a lot of different formations. They'll go empty, but they also like to run double tight, double wing, tailback in the backfield. Uh, they want to run a short sweep. They don't want to get outside necessarily. They will bounce it, but they want to go up, you know, CD gap, and uh, they want to run quarterback counter off of that, guard tackle counter, and then they got some play action off of it and, and some zone, some some inside-outside okay. zone. Um so they're a little different than what we've seen. I mean, I mean, you know, some of their concepts are similar to some of the concepts Genie ran, uh, Holcomb ran. Um, they run them out of a little different formation. Um, but they, they have a few different ways to run counter. You know, they'll, they're kind of like us in that, that they'll pull guard tackle, they'll pull guard wing, they'll pull tackle wing. Um, they'll pull a few different ways um, to kind of throw you off. And, and so uh, I, I think it's one of those that it's going to be – we talk to our kids. We want to make it a fist fight in a phone booth. You know, we, we want to jam them like up. That. We we don't want them to get to the edges. We don't want them to get wide because, quite frankly, they're really fast. Um, we, we want to jam that in, make it a 15-yard wide field, and and be physical and make plays. So they're like a Cheney slash Holcomb that's also able to recruit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going. There. Okay, I didn't know if you would. I was going to Okay, okay, okay. Well, for us fans, okay, we won't go there. Okay. We'll go on to a happier note, which is the trivia segment of the week. Oh, man. How about that? Here we go. I had to come up with one last time. minute. Yeah, I couldn't, I'm, I'm, I couldn't think of one. I, I, hope my, uh, I hope my stat checking in historical data is correct here. I could be wrong, but... We're going to pretend like I'm right because that's kind of the theme of the show is well, unofficial stats. We have no reason so, to prove you wrong. That's right. That's right. Here we go. It's time for How Well part. Do You Know Your Greenbacks? Greenbacks, greenbacks, how well do you know your greenbacks? All right, Coach Holting, the bell that we've rung so often this year, the victory bell, was donated by Carter Barker. Do you know the year that it was donated to the Pratt High School? I want to say I heard something like 1950. 58 is what I have. I knew it was in the 50s somewhere. And I could be wrong on that. So the notes I have was that the Victory Bell was donated by Carter Barker. And then I have Slash the Original was a gift from the class of 58. And it's currently in the Historical Museum. So I don't know if the one we have at the field is the one that Carter Barker donated or if. Huh. So interesting. Yeah, I'd like to find that out. So if anybody out there watching has made it this far into the show uh, <laughs> <laughs> and wants to comment if they know anywhere to find that out for sure, which probably the historical museum probably would be a good yeah. place to check. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, awesome yeah. tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and we tradition. used to never do that. That's neat. That was, ne- that never came into play until I don't know when it started, but when, you know, when we played, it was never, I don't know that it was there or if it was in the museum there. And 
I don't know. We never rang the victory bell after a win. So huh, okay. it was kind of neat to see that brought back. And, yeah, I like and it. And see all the kids back? do. I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure what okay. year or which coach decided to bring it back or if it was donated sometime in the last. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to find mm-hmm. a little bit more about that because it's a neat it's a neat symbol and a neat tradition that's, awesome. that's started. So Great tradition. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me unless you got anything, Austin, for him. I'm so ready for Friday night. I think I'm we all so are. It's going to be a big playoff game. It's, it's playoff fun. football on Friday night. You can't ask for much more than that. No. We've got two great teams going head-to-head. I think the high school's taking a pet bus over. They so are. we should, have, pet a, bus field. should yeah. have a good crowd. Awesome. Uh, looking forward shock to it. Shock the state. Let's, Let's shock the state right. Friday night. All right. Thanks for joining me, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of A Town Called Pride. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with other Prattons you know. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Thank you, and we'll catch you on the next episode.